needs to know. Nick 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 needs to know. You're now listening to the podcast that you need to know. Nick needs to know. With your host, Nikita McNamara. With co host, Julia C. Well. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, my Nikita. How are you? Good, thank you. How about you? How was your week? It was good. It was like any other week. Um, the same. Wake up, work out, and work and eat. That's pretty much all I do now. Amazing. Um, uh, last night, I watched RuPaul's Drag Race, one of our favorites. Ooh. Um, and I know that I told this to you last time, but now it's gotten so funny because I really feel like um, during COVID, things just hit you in a different way. <laughs> Um, like I think RuPaul has always been really inspirational, but I feel like right now we really need that inspiration. And when he's like telling all the girls, especially this week, because it was the pork chop girls and he was telling them all, sometimes life gets you down, but you have to just remember you're a winner, baby. And like literally now, second week in a row, I've burst out into tears because I've just been like, yeah, RuPaul, you're right. I'm here sitting in my pajamas that I've worn for two weeks in a row haven't washed my hair in I don't know how long but I'm a winner and I will get through this <laughs> it just hits differently you pull out anything and you're just like yeah I need this right now oh my gosh that's so funny but speaking of I haven't washed your clothes in two weeks and your or your hair that's how I feel with COVID like now I just don't care and I know a lot of people don't care about how they look but I don't care how I look when I'm on teams like um at work calls and stuff like that like one time I turned on my camera and I went into the meeting and then saw my face on a bigger screen and I was like wow I'm just really giving up like my hair is all over the place I think I had my week-long braids in and I was like okay Juliet you maybe try a little bit but I mean, like, I don't have that many meetings. Maybe I have one or two a day or it's like anywhere from one to three a day, I guess. But um, yeah, that's what I've done. I've given up looking presentable. Um, and one other thing that I've found is that now, like little things that used to not really bother me, now I have all these feelings of like jealousy and I don't know. It's so strange. Um, it, for both of us, one of our friends, Michelle, she sent us a Snapchat. And basically what she had sent us was a community center. Like it was a pool. There was a water slide. And when she sent that to me, I was like, look at this bitch. She's on vacation. I was like, what is this luxury that she's living? Then I had to have a reality check with myself and be like, no, Nikita, that's a community center. You could go to a community center that looks exactly like that just community centers are closed right now so you need to curb that jealousy <laughs> that's so funny maybe you do need a little help because I did not see that when she sent it I instantly saw a community center with a lazy river and with children in it and I was like mm, don't really want to go in here <laughs> should I send help <laughs> 
this is my last like yeah I think I might need help so on Friday I made a dentist appointment and I just got so excited I was like what I'm gonna leave my house and then I started thinking should I wear jeans to this appointment like should I put makeup on and then I was like why am I planning an outfit to go to the dentist (laughs) see I went to the dentist a little bit ago too and um uh, I didn't wear jeans, but I did try. Like, I brushed my hair, made a cute little um, hairstyle, wore my leggings. But I was like, I'm going to wear running shoes that I have to tie up instead of just wearing my Uggs. So it was really – yeah, I think that's I'm, – I'm happy that you made a dentist appointment, Nikita. You're really looking out for yourself socially and for your teeth. Um, I think though that this is going to give us so much perspective. Hopefully when we go back to our regular lives, whatever that looks like, we kind of keep this gratitude and just like feel excited to do these stupid little errands and don't think of them like, ugh, another appointment. Feel like, oh, I agree a hundred percent. We need to carry this on. Like, I don't want to forget 2020 and now 2021 because that's going to help us. It's like, what is that saying? Like, you never know what you lost until like it's gone. Mm-hmm. So I feel uh, that's a horrible saying. Like I butchered whatever that I'm trying to say. Yeah, but, um, I could hear it in my head though. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. <laughs> y- yes. <laughs> I love that I could just speak gibberish and then you just translate it and you're like, Julia, you make total sense. And I was like, wait, I do know I make total sense. But that's what it is. We don't know until it's gone. And we're like, wow, I just really enjoyed going to the store without a mask or being scared of everyone, especially for me. I'm pregnant. I'm like, don't anyone comes close to me. I'm like, please step away. Don't look at me. But I enjoy I go to the grocery store. Darcy doesn't. But um, that's my my time. That's like, oh, when yeah. I get out. That's what I do. So that's pretty much once a week that I do that. And now even the grocery store has become a fashion show, hasn't it? (laughs) I don't partake in the fashion show, but I do put on leggings and maybe a nicer sweater. Um, But yeah, I don't partake. But yeah, I look at other people. It's now I'm actually like, wow, there's other people in my life other than Darcy and I. So I like to look at people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's what's hardest for us is I think that me and you are both like that is we love to watch people. So this is difficult. Yes. Like how many times, like what, don't you miss just going out to a restaurant and just staring at a couple or a group of friends and just being like, what is your story? Darcy got mad at me one time when we were at our honeymoon and we, and we were in Italy and, um, the tables in Italy are really, really close. Like I could touch the table beside me and we sit down and then the couple sits there on a date and it's a gay couple. And I was like, Oh my God, this is their first date because they're saying, Hey, like I saw you on Tinder. Like, thanks for meeting me. Blah, blah, blah. The whole time I was sitting down with Darcy talking I was actually listening to their conversation. I was like, oh my God, he just said this. Darcy got so mad. He's like, why don't you be in the moment with me? Like, why do you have to listen to their conversation? And I was like, this is amazing. I need to listen to their first date. It's dinner and a show. I agree with you completely. (laughs) That's why you and I should go to Europe and then just sit down and then hopefully we don't have to talk. Um, We still love each other. We don't have to talk, but we would just take it all in. 
Yeah, and watch people. Okay, mm-hmm. 2022 goals. <laughs> Start saving. <laughs> With our new little baby accessory. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a good accessory, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, so I'm excited for today because this is our first edition of Nick's Picks and Jewel's Gems. Um, and I think this is going to be great for uh, quarantine and for lockdown and anyone who's kind of going through uh, lockdown right now, because it's kind of just a time where we're going to share what we loved in January. And hopefully that's going to inspire others to kind of try different things and watch different things. And let's see how this goes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, okay, so to start out, the first thing that we wanted to talk about was um, new products that we've used. So um, do you want to start, Jules, and some of the products that you've used? Yeah, so I'll just start off. Um, the one that I'm most excited for is this Keel Ultra Facial Overnight Hydrating Mask. Now, I bought this at the start of COVID through um, an Instagram influencer, and I saw it, and she's like, this is what I use. And I bought it and then, I don't know, I never, I never used it. It probably was sitting in my um, bathroom for eight months. And then finally I was like, my face is getting really dry. It's getting the thick of winter. I have to use it. So I used it and honestly, my face felt so hydrated the next day. And then the following days, I think by, I did it on Friday night. And then woke up Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It was great. Um, It's that long-lasting hydration that I need because I have dry, sensitive skin. Mm -hmm. Um, The only downfall I will say with this is it's like a thick paste that you kind of put on your face. And if you are a stomach sleeper or a side sleeper, you will have to do laundry the next day because (laughs) it kind of hits your pillow and then you're like, oh, I don't like that feeling of a thick paste on my pillow. But the product itself is really, really good. It's not organic, which I think that's why I was a little apprehensive to use it because my skin is very sensitive. Um, But honestly, I give it a 10 out of 10. Other than sleeping with it is kind of awkward. But if you need a hydration mask, Nikita, I would say you try it now or whenever you need that yeah yeah hydration and then let me know uh because I kind of have the same problem is that in the winter I find that I get so dry which I think most people do uh Mm -hmm. but I think because I live in an apartment it's actually even worse because I think it's not just good air circulation so Mm. I find that my skin gets really cracked and I find where I actually have the most sensitivity is around my lips um so I love lip scrubs so this month Mm. I've actually been using uh Buxom I've been using their um powerful uh lip scrub and Mm. it's actually very um I don't know the right word for it I want to say almost sandy like you know when you could see the exfoliator inside the lip scrub to Mm -hmm. yeah so um it's really nice it comes in like a stick and um then like I put it on my lips and you're supposed to rub it off and then I put gloss over top like not gloss but lip balm and then I put Vaseline over that to try to like really keep the moisture in whoa Uh, you're going intense with that it's because my lips are bad like I find I really get the cracking at the sides of my lips and like obviously it's probably because I should be drinking more water as I'm reaching licking my side of my lips (laughs) 
Um, yeah. I'm not really a lip scrub person. I feel like I've worn one lip mask and that was when we went to Vegas and I was like, we have to buy this for everyone. But I've never, ever been a lip scrub person. Like, oh, I need that because my lips haven't been that dry. I just put either put like Blistex or Vaseline on it and I'm good to go. But I mean, maybe I should try that. Did, do your lips feel soft after? Yeah. And now um, even I find if I could feel that they're starting to crack, then I put the lip scrub uh, scrub on, then I put some type of Blistex or chapstick on afterwards, and then I find that I'm not getting the same kind of cuts on my lips that I once was getting. Ooh, okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. And how much is it? I, Do you know? Yeah, I want to say it was under $20. Like it... Okay. Yeah. Like reasonable. Yeah, reasonable. The mm-hmm. next one I'm going to try next month. So watch out for our next week's, our next month's picks. Um, I'm going to try the Fenty one. So I ordered that. It actually comes as an actual kit together with a scrub and um, a chapstick to go with it. So- Ooh, I think you just need your own show on top of Nick's picks and Julia's gems and it's lip scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> Trying the lip scrubs around Sephora. Exactly. <laughs> Approved. Um, approved so what about you any other products you wanted to recommend um yeah I have I have a couple more I guess so my favorite that I've been actually using for about a year and a half is this moisturizing cream and like I said I have very dry sensitive skin so this is called Wellida skin food light don't get the heavy because then that would just be way too heavy for your face. Um, and I get it on well.ca and it, I think it's anywhere, depending on the sale, 16 to $20. And um, it's so amazing on my skin and it's just nourishing. It may be a little heavy in the summer, but it's perfect um, throughout the whole time because it's so it's so hydrating. I guess that's my theme, hydration. I need hydration. <laughs> um, but I've been using it for so long, and I'm a big fan of Wellida. And I, th- I hope that's what I'm, how I'm pronouncing it, W-E-L-E-D-A. Yeah, Wellida. Wellida. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm a huge fan of that. I think you tried it a little bit at the cottage when we went up and I showed you guys. But I used to put it on with a beauty blender mm-hmm. so I wouldn't rub my face. Um, but then I did that for like, I don't know, six to nine months. And then I thought, okay, at this point, I'm just going to rub it with my hands because I'm adding so many different oils on my face on top of it that, yeah, no, I love that. That product, I love anything by Wellida. Amazing. And that's organic too. Oh, I'm going to check that out. That, um, I actually heard that from, um, a dermatologist online youtuber but um i googled it after and started looking into it and yeah amazing and i use the the wellida oil like belly oil as well so oh cool yeah um it's kind of nice when like the product lines you love have that stuff for pregnancy and fur yes i'm smiling a lot because i really because you you like a product and you're like oh i just wish this came in so many other things and they actually have a full line of like mothers babies skin like dry skin oily skin so yeah i agree i I love when it you can it's like a one-stop shop that you can just go for it um right 
Totally. So the two other uh, products that I'm using, they kind of go hand in hand. So the first one, um, I'm sure you've seen this all over Instagram, the Tula stuff. Tula. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. You bought something? Yeah. What did you buy? So I, bought- I let you finish talking. Yeah. So <laughs> I bought the Rose Glow and get it cooling and brightening eye balm. And I actually love it. And the reason why I love it is exactly what we were talking about at the beginning of this call when you're getting onto those Zoom meetings or anything like that. It's kind of perfect because it actually just adds a little bit of brightness underneath your eyes. And what I really like about it is um, it kind of gives you like a little bit of a polish, you look sheen. And it also just feels very um cooling to your skin so I think it wakes you up both like you could feel that you feel more uh woken up because it just feels Mm. so refreshing but also it makes you look like you're more awake because it kind of lightens those dark circles underneath your eyes oh I used to have this I used to get something like that at shoppers when I was in high school but now they obviously discontinue I can never find it but I think that's exactly what I need like you could just put that on if you have very clear skin and go out the door, right? Because that's all you need. Yeah. Well, not go out the door. Like go, go through your computer to somebody else via video virtually. Exactly. I will not be going out my door anytime soon. Um. No, but totally. It, it, it just wakes you up and gets you ready to kind of seize the day without putting on a full face of makeup. Oh, I'm ha- and you like uh, Tula, yeah, the brand so far. Yeah, so mm. so far I really like it. Like, um, just like you're saying, I'm sure if this came this kind of concept in, in a different brand, I think I just really love the concept because I do think it's really refreshing, and I just think it makes you look so much nicer. Like, just a, a really nice mm. way to get rid of those dark circles under your eyes. Well, you sold me. Okay. <laughs> Order it in my basket. Done. Next. Um, and then the <laughs> other thing that I really wanted to try because it's all over um, Instagram was the Peter Thomas Roth, the 24 karat under eye patches. Ooh. Um, and this was like a treat myself for Christmas because I think it's $100 for the whole package. So I just wanted to see like, what is $100 worth of eye patches? What does it feel like? Um, and honestly, <laughs> and it feels expensive, baby. <laughs> yeah, it feels expensive. Um, but uh now I think I have to try what a cheaper under eye eye patch feels like just to sort of see like, am I really getting the value out of this? Or is it just making my skin feel dewy and I could just use a washcloth for that? <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, I have two more. Um one, I feel like I can't speak on because it just came in. It, it's superfood sunscreen. It was sold out all last year on Sephora because I think it just came out to Canada. Um, so I finally bought it because I was upping my sunscreen. Is it the one you were um, telling me about that you saw on TikTok? Um, no, not that one. This okay. one I've seen so a lot. So not the one with the foundation, right? That's the one that no. you – No. No, Okay. That one I'll definitely try. Because um, I saw that one was sold out on Sephora too. When you sent it to me, I tried looking for it, but I couldn't find it. That one I think um, I saw it in Sephora too. And when I clicked it, it sold out too because I was looking for sunscreen. Um, that one looks amazing. We should definitely invest in that. But Superfood has um, 
like a has from what I read last year, like a great following. Um, and it's, I'm pretty sure it's organic as well. It's kind of like Coolio or Cooley and, um, which is a sunscreen that I like as well, but I've only used it a couple of times because I still, some days I put on sunscreen, even though I'm inside, cause I work by a window. So they do say to put, um, put sunscreen on when you work by a window. Um, but some days I just forget because I already have like five things already on my face. <laughs> um, but the main thing I wanted, to, so I'm going to talk about superfood maybe next at Julia's gems next month. Um, but the main thing I've started to do while pregnant is, um, dry brushing. Now I've got the, I had this dry brush forever and it's never was this routine that I did because I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. I have to get naked each time I wake up in the morning because you should do it in the morning. And I'm like, oh, it's so cold in the morning. But then I'm like, okay, I know the benefits. It increases blood circulations and promotes like, I don't know, lymphoid drainage. And it also um, helps, supposedly helps soften the um, fat deposits under the skin to reduce the appearance of stretch marks. Oh, wow. So... Um, and I've read like all a bunch of celebrities are like, Oh, I love dry brushing, blah, 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 blah. But it finally hit me when I got pregnant that I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So I do it every morning and, um, my skin has felt so good because you're just basically like removing all that dry skin. I would suggest anyone pregnant, not pregnant to dry brush, but it's almost, you need to get in that headspace of, Okay you need at least five minutes in the morning of just dry brushing. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy with my dry brushing experience and I will continue until I give birth. And then I think I probably will do it after because once your body goes back into whatever the normal is now, I think that will help too. So Okay. I'll continue doing that. I, I'm going to try dry brushing because I have a dry brush for both my face and my body because I was really Ooh. gung-ho about it. Um, and then I kind of just gave up. But now you've <laughs> reinvigorated that in me. Now I want to <laughs> really try my dry brushing. Oh, <laughs> we're really supporting each other and just saying, try this, try this. I'm like, you sold me. But I think, I think dry brushing has been – it's not something that you instantly see um, – so if you're someone that needs to see an instant after a week, then you won't see that. It's taken me, what am I, six months now? I think I started when I was maybe three months, mm -hmm. like really every single day. And then now I'm really noticing a difference. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Or maybe not noticing a difference, hey? Like, <laughs> like you're not. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's well. Knock on wood. Right now, I haven't. I don't see any stretch marks. Um, am I huge? No, but catch me in. I'll give you a stretch mark update. Yeah. at Nick's picks and Jules gems in February. <laughs> in February, Let's update update live stretch mark <laughs> updates. <laughs> Um, so then the next uh, sort of topic that we wanted to cover is a little bit more uh, broad, but it was something new that we learned um, in January. 
Um, mm. So I'll, I'll start first. And um, mm-hmm. my first one is kind of silly. So I'll just say it quickly. And then I'll get into the second one. Uh, so the first one was, um, I listened to this Goop podcast, and it was actually with Pharrell Williams. And he talked about how he has a skincare line called Human Race. And I actually didn't know that. Did you? Yeah, I saw it all, all over TikTok. And a lot of people are saying because it's very clean. Yeah. And um, I think it's recyclable as well like the um packaging the containers are yeah the packaging yeah so it's actually really good and I've heard a lot of good things yeah so maybe that's something we'll have to try <laughs> yeah it might be hard to find though because it's probably going to be sold out because it was very popular but yeah I'm definitely interested because I think it's organic it's um clean so I'm down to try it. <laughs> um, so something else that I thought was kind of cool this month was I listened to uh, Brienne uh, Brown podcast and she was um, interviewing Jim Collins um, and he had this approach and it kind of scared me a little because he said that by the time you're 30, you should have this figured out or at least that's what he recommends to people. And I was wow. like, oh my God, I don't know what mine is. But basically what it was is he called it the hedgehog approach. So basically what the hedgehog approach, do you know? That's so funny because um, I work at... A company and in HR and that's all we talk about hedgehog because our HR um, our CEO of HR he loves the hedgehog I had to create different documents for this hedgehog but go on to speak about what he talks about um so he talked talk, talked about I'm sure you guys do this too like the three rings and you're trying to find the sweet spot in the middle So the three rings were something that you're deeply passionate about, something that you're the best at in the world, and then something that you know you can make money in and that it's easy for you to make money in. And then where all three of those things combine, that's where you have um, uh, your your hedgehog like that's the thing that you're the best at and kind of the synopsis that he gave from it was to think about a fox and to think about a hedgehog and the fox is like cunning and he's smart and he has all these different things that he knows and tactics he could try like playing dead or um you know being able to trick you into things but what the hedgehog does is just one thing very very well which is defense so what the hedgehog is able to do is he's able to let out his pins in order i don't know if you call them pins uh sounds good to me keep going (laughs) um so, so that if anyone comes near near you um they'll be pricked right and they won't be able to get you and that's the one thing that it's really good on so I thought that was really interesting and then he kind Mm -hmm. of went into more detail which I thought was kind of cool because what he said was he said think about an alien coming down from outer space and they don't really know humans and they don't really know people and he said think of an alien was to follow you every like follow you for like three or four days would the alien know what your values are and would they also know what you're most passionate about and I thought that Mm. that was really interesting because it kind of goes back to that idea of sort of living your true authentic self and I think a lot of times when we're at work or even in sort of in different um, social situations, we don't always act like ourselves and if somebody was Mm -hmm. watching us would they truly know what our beliefs are yeah. Wow. That's a great description. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. Wow. I'm just processing it right now. Yeah. I, f- I feel like I struggle with doing the hedgehog because I've seen it. 
I did three, it's actually three years today that I've worked where I work. And, um, I feel like it's a struggle for me because I don't know what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I feel it's, uh, I don't know if a lot of people do have that. And it's hard to put into words for me. I struggle a lot with what I'm good at and promoting myself. Um, and I don't know if that's just me, a personal thing, a woman thing, I don't know, an age thing. Um, but I really struggled saying like, what are you good at? And I said, I don't know. You tell me, like, I don't know what I'm good at, but, um, I think that put, actually doing it, I, my managers would laugh if I said I've never done it and that I'm actually doing it for this podcast, <laughs> but not for work. <laughs> um, but exactly to your point, I think I struggle too. And I think I'm okay with the deeply passionate and the best in the world. Like, I think that deeply what I'm passionate about is learning. Like, you know, I love to learn mm. and I love mm-hmm. to, um, you know, kind of just explore. And like, whether that means like read, watch TV, watch movies, travel, um, talk to different types of people, go to lectures, like, like that's definitely my passion. And I think what I'm best in the world at is I think I have a knack for making people feel comfortable, you know, like, that's what I think Mm -hmm. that is probably something that I could say, like, I I think that that's something I'm really good at. Um, The part Mm -hmm. that I think is challenging is like, what am I the best at making money at only because I think both of us have never really tried anything from an entrepreneurial mindset. So it's like, what am Mm -hmm. I the best at making money at? It's like going to work. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping a job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And um, you know what? We don't really talk before these podcasts, so we don't know what we're, what the other person's saying. So it would be interested for us to fill it out. And I don't really want to say, let's do a whole podcast on this hedgehog. But maybe we should. Yeah. Maybe we should explore it and what our challenges would, because our challenges were, because I feel like a lot of people would have the same challenges because I know, and you didn't grow up being like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a teacher. And if you don't have that drive and you've always known, I feel like you're just lost in society sometimes. And it's, it's just confusing when something like this ex- exercise comes up for me and I kind of panic and I'm just like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to be good at it. So I don't want to do it. That's a hundred percent Julia C. Welsh. But um, yeah, I would, let's do that maybe next month and see see what happens and see where we struggle. Cool. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. No problem. I tried to watch the, I tried to listen to the podcast, but I couldn't find it again. I found it the first time and then I couldn't find it again. So maybe I'll give that a shout and listen to what he says. Yeah. It's two hours. So like, it's a, it's a lot of material, Uh, but (laughs) um, yeah, like cut it up, you know, cut it up into little sections. And I I really do think you'll find a lot of value in it. Mm, Okay. Yeah, I'm not good at um, finding the podcast. I think I have to dive deeper into what I like to listen to. But that's why you have to surround yourself with people that have different views because then you can say, here, try this, try that. And the more and more I listen to different podcasts, I think it will suggest that. So I'm excited about that. Totally. So what about you? What did you learn in the month of January? <laughs> I think I. it's more about my pregnancy, I would say. But um, – 
it kind of solidified that every day I wake up thinking I have COVID because I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't just the month of January. It was probably at the beginning, maybe three, four, five months too. Um, But now it's just like, okay, cool. This is my life. I'm always thinking I have COVID. Um, Because symptoms of pregnancy, they're like stuffed up nose and um, sore throat and you can get headaches. And then you look up COVID symptoms and it's very similar. And at the very, like the beginning of all of this, I'm like, oh my God, I totally have it. And um, then you wait like two weeks or one week and you're like, no, it's just the same thing. Like I wake up at seven, eight, nine with all of these symptoms. And then by 10, 11, they're all gone. <laughs> so morning, and morning COVID, you know, like morning, morning yeah. what morning sickness, morning COVID. <laughs> I definitely had morning COVID, um, still do, but I have a, I feel like such an old lady. I'm like, I have my humidifier on all night. <laughs> um, that helps I find. Um, but also something I've learned, I've been looking at my belly a lot because it's there and getting bigger and I'm so much more hairier on my belly. Interesting. And I'm like, what the hell? Why is my belly so hairy? And I started Googling it and they're like, yeah, when you, um, they say like, yeah, your hair can get more luscious, but they don't talk about body hair and, but it's just on my belly that I've had more hair. Hmm. Right. And um, earwax, there's more, I have way more earwax in my life that I'm like, oh, my ear's so itchy. And then I like Q-tip or Kleenex or whatever. And there's so much more earwax because it's just so much happening um, in your body, obviously. But I mean, there's obvious ones, but those two, I feel like have, um, I've really had to search a little bit more because it's not talked about as much. Hmm. Interesting. Things they don't tell you. Isn't it funny that we think we live in such a sharing society and actually there's so many things Mm -mm. that we don't, we don't share. And that's why I've actually enjoyed the TikTok community of women. And sometimes I scroll and they're like, they're like, you feel this. And I'm like, no, I don't scroll, (laughs) but they've like things that they don't share Um, with pregnancy. And then I'm like, Oh my God, wow. I feel like that. So that's normal because you always think, Oh my God, this isn't normal. I don't feel happy when I'm pregnant. A lot of people don't. Um, because I feel like in different generations, they're just like, it's just a blessing to be pregnant and no matter what, and just suck it up and don't talk about your feelings and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I want to, I I need to share that. I have lightning crotch every so often. (laughs) With people because it's throbbing vagina pain. Exactly. (laughs) And people should talk about it. Exactly. that's okay. (laughs) Right? Yeah. We're all winners, darling. (laughs) We're all winners, baby. (laughs) Uh, Okay, next. What's the next Uh, thing? So the next thing was something new that you tried this month. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have my one thing, and it's because of you. All hail Nikita. Um, Nikita has a Peloton, and she gave me her password so that I could do some um, exercises. And I pulled my back this week um, working out, 
and what's gotten me through this week has been the prenatal yoga that they provide. And I do it at night after work because I'm so stiff. My lower back is so stiff and cracking because there's like something in your body. There's like relaxin that gets you prepared for pregnancy. And so it's really moving my lower back, which has always been stiff. Um, but yeah, I do it. I love it. I started 10 minutes and then I started 20 minutes. Um, and now I'm just the beginners because I want to slowly ease in. But I've enjoyed the Peloton app just for yoga. But I want to explore the meditation aspect as well because I feel like that might um, – I don't know, maybe it would help me get ready to have a baby. Who knows? But sure. um, I definitely want to bring that more into my life because I miss doing yoga. I used to do it a lot when I worked at a gym. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy to do it. So every day when I, after I do it, I think, thank you, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it really is a great app, though, and I honestly can't believe the variety that they have. That was one of the ones on my list as well. I tried the bar mm. um, classes. Have you seen the bar series on Peloton? You know, it's like a mix between... I really between... just focused. Yeah, on prenatal. Yeah. On prenatal, but I mean... Um... I heard bar was really good. Yeah. And exactly to your point, the thing that I love about the Peloton app is that there's so much content and it starts from like five minutes of exercise. And I think it goes up to uh, 60. I think there's even some 90 minute classes. But what I, oh, why wow. I find that's really great is like, especially now when we're working from home, it's great to do kind of like a quick lunchtime sort of thing. So mm. I'm not a lunchtime person. I'm either a morning or if I don't do it in the morning, then I try to force myself at night. I can't break that mm -hmm. up. But I know you and our other girlfriend does that and they break up their day. Um, yeah. I like to just get it over with in the yeah, morning. So thanks, Peloton. <laughs> um, and, and even though we don't talk about this uh, beforehand, it's kind of funny because we're really sort of interconnected, I guess, in our, in our heads. Because the other one that I was going to say something I tried was I tried Headspace's Guide to Meditation on Netflix. Have you seen that? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yep. honestly, it was really great. I used to have the Headspace app and I actually used to do it before bed, like, you know, just 10 minutes of meditation. Um, but the Netflix one is is really nice. And I think it's such a great way to bring meditation to people who normally wouldn't think to be doing something like that. So I thought that was really exciting to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At work, they talk a lot about Headspace and um, I think they have a deal with it. Um, but I was never really into meditation because I found it so hard to do. But my one friend, she's like, you have to ease into it. It's hard to block everything out and not think about anything. Um, but what I do, what I like to do in the morning is I go on my treadmill for 30 mm -hmm. minutes and I just have my music playing, but I don't think about anything. I don't scroll um, on Instagram. I don't do anything. And I I feel like I either think about a few things or I don't think at all. And I just stare at a wall. How sad is that? But I feel like it's a little bit of my meditation totally. that I get because I'm not thinking about anything. Totally. Um, 
which does sound a little weird. Yeah, but no, I think you're right. And I think you made a really good point. It's the scrolling. That's the problem. Like, I think that we're all Mm. always on our phones. And one of the things that I'm really trying to do, and it's hard, but at least for a couple hours a day to put my cell phone away and just to not look at it and not be scrolling. Because I even find now being at home, like I'll be sitting in meetings and before where I used to be a lot more sort of present now, because no one can see what I'm doing. I'm like scrolling on my phone and looking at things and like I get so annoyed with myself because I'm like your cell phone's always going to be there like that's not going to go away just be present and be mindful and be in the moment yeah no I agree it's a lot harder now that's why I I always go on video um but when I find I don't go on video that's when I'm just like zoned out and they're like oh you're really quiet and I was like oh I should be present (laughs) and (laughs) Some days it's tough and some days you just want to scroll, but it's an addiction. I feel you just always need to get that fix and that's a reward, right? You're working for an hour and then you have, okay, now I'm 15 minutes of this. For me, TikTok is like an addiction too. I just keep scrolling and you get lost. You get in those, those holes. And I told myself, I'm only going to go TikTok in the, um, when I eat my breakfast for 15 minutes and at lunch. That's good. And that's all. And that's what I've done. Good for you. Here on addiction, how to get over your TikTok addiction. <laughs> um, so the next one is something that I think that um, our listeners will really be excited to hear because uh, this has really kind of consumed our lives right now is um, our favorite TV shows of the month. Like what content can we recommend while everyone's at home in their lockdowns? <laughs> I feel like... There's been a lot of content that it's been stalling, like slowly coming mm-hmm. out. And I feel like we had a lot at the beginning of um, COVID. But um, I'm so happy Drag Race is back because I enjoy it. It just takes me out. That was on my list too. I was into... going to say, we're so lucky right now to have UK and US Drag Race. Like, thank you, Ru- RuPaul. <laughs> double, double the fun. Like, this is what we need. Um, so I'm totally happy with that. And if you haven't seen Drag Race, they're, they're all on Netflix. Um, I think I think they are on Netflix. I think not, um, the, not, the, not the newest season, though. Yeah, not the yeah. newest season. But the other ones, if you want to prepare yourself. Um, but I feel like we just need to talk about the biggest TV show that's been happening. And we shouldn't spend too much time because I feel like this could be a whole episode um, podcast. Yeah. Um, is Bridgerton. Yeah. Right. And um, I, I love your saying, it's basic white girl yeah. porn. <laughs> <laughs> or just like a basic girl yeah. porn. Um, because I watched it with Darcy the whole time. And he's just like rolling his yeah. eyes. He's like, the storyline's cool. But then you just get thrown into these sex scenes that I find sometimes aren't needed. But... Not aren't needed, but like they don't really. Oh, you have to, like, yeah. I don't know how, what I'm trying to say, but I mean, like, okay, cool, we get it. Like, you're horny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's really just pornography for women, and you know what? Whatever, we need that right now. <laughs> we we 100 need that, and I don't know if it's because I was hormonal or what, but I mean, I'm very, when you get into the story and then they add music, like music gets me, cuts me to the core. 
I was definitely crying <laughs> in the last scene when the rain's on them. <laughs> and he's like, I love you. She's like, we don't talk. I don't know. But um, definitely cried. Um, and yeah, yeah. So I, I give Bridgerton a thumbs up. Like if you want to just escape and you just need something silly and just like an easy storyline. Um, but it's it was really good in the sense of it kept you wanting more. Didn't you think like after every episode, you're like, I'll just watch oh, yeah. one more. And then you watch that and you're like, oh, I'll just watch yeah. one more. Yeah, and they're an hour long. And then before you know it, it's two in the morning and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, my bedtime's 10. But I mean, I was itching. One day I'm like, we just watched four episodes and it was 11 o'clock. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to go to bed. <laughs> Again, I am a grandma. Um, <laughs> and I'm okay so with that. So one of the ones on, on my list is this show called How To with uh, John Wilson. Um, and it's on Crave. Ooh. And I think there's only six episodes. And it's so cute because uh, basically what it is is um, he's a documentarian. I think that's the correct word. <laughs> but basically he makes uh, documentaries. Um, and it's really cool because what he does is he kind of just shoots a bunch of footage. And then afterwards he turns it into a story. So like all this story, oh. like they're all really funny. Like one is how to, um, and it was about scaffolding. And like, you know, scaffolding <laughs> is like the stuff at the side of buildings. And you're like, how could that be an episode? But he really finds a way to like turn it into something. And it it's funny and um, a lot of it takes place in New York because that's where he's from um, and I started watching it um, um, like obviously during COVID it came out during COVID um, and what I really loved about it was that it reminded me about how fun and exciting the world is like when you're walking down the street all the different types of people that you see um, and I got my sister and my mom to both watch it and I was like you're gonna love it it's so funny and they loved it and they thought it was hilarious the episodes that we watched then I said mm -hmm. to my friend Ivan you have to watch this you're gonna love it you're gonna think it's so funny so I was on the last episode so I made him watch the last episode with me um and it ended up being about COVID and I just wasn't expecting that like I thought he had filmed these so far in advance that I wasn't expecting it to be about COVID and like literally I just burst into tears and cried the whole episode and I was like but I promise you the rest are funny <laughs> Oh my gosh, why did you cry? Um, you have to watch the episode, but because it was just such a touching, like, nice story. And I find now whenever I see, like, even in Real Housewives or stupid things like that, whenever I see COVID, like, coming into the show, all that anxiety that we kind of felt in March comes back to me, and I feel like I'm back in it, and I just don't like that feeling. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I think we spoke about this before, but I'm not a fan. Like, I don't want to watch my Real Housewives go through COVID. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> like, it's just not as exciting. And that's... Yeah, no, I just don't want... So I'm excited for New York to come, Real Housewives of New York. But... Um, I know. I, I just don't know what I'm going to feel when I see them go through it. And they're all wearing masks and all of this. I'm watching Dallas right now and they're in COVID too. And it's hard to watch. They get tested every so yeah. often. Yeah. It's just not the luxury that you've been watching this whole time. So they definitely, I think they have put a 
took a hit, right? Um, in the storylines, but they've definitely gotten over it. So, um, yeah. did you have any other TV shows you wanted to share? Um, there's only one other, but I was just trying to figure out the name. Um, and Darcy actually um, showed this to me. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to describe this, but <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. And it's called The Grand Tour Presents. And they're three British men. And they were part of something else, like um, ta- I'm going to butcher everything that I'm going to be talking about. So it's okay world <laughs> you don't have to fact check me um but it's grand tour these three british guys and basically they are i don't know where they go i thought it was like maybe the philippines or something like that vietnam and they all pick certain boats and they have to go through all of these rivers and it's just like they're so humorous they're so funny it's just a light-hearted show and it also kind of goes into the history of why they picked each boat and what, what they're going through in Vietnam or wherever they are. Um, I laughed out loud for those ones. So you should definitely watch that. Yeah. I'm going to check that Um, out. It's called the grand tour presents. Okay. (laughs) It's just a funny humorous ones. And it's just like British humor too. And all that jazz. Um, So the the last one Mm -hmm. that I had on my list is I just got into all the uh, Trixie Mattel and Katya. Like I think a lot of it is, is old, but all the little stuff that they do. So they had this, I guess it was a, did they just put it on Netflix? Or um, something? I watched it on YouTube. I, I don't think it's on, on oh, Netflix, oh. but uh, basically, um, I think they used to have this show with Viceland, and then they turned it into a YouTube series once Viceland went away. Um, and what the, what it is is it's called Uh Huh, and basically what they do <laughs> is like they just choose a topic and then they banter with each other about it. So like one of them was on self esteem, and one of them was on fame, and like they just kind of shared little stories but they're really nice because they're probably only each like 10 minutes long so um Mm. they're really funny and I think that it's just a different perspective like I think sometimes it's nice just to kind of hear a different perspective and think about your own thoughts on those topics and they have a really good banter with each other yeah critical exactly right um and Gain your own knowledge. And then it uh, made me remember how much I loved uh, Trixie and Katya. So now I have to rewatch season seven of Drag Race. So I'm actually watching three Drag mm. Races right now. <laughs> You're invested. Yeah, I'm invested. <laughs> the next thing I really want to watch is, I guess, Trixie Mattel. She has a documentary that is on Netflix. Did you watch it? That's why I said, is it on? No, I just, um, I just yeah. saw it. I don't know if it just came out. But that's why I said, is it on Netflix? Because I, ju- I saw that she had something there, too. So, um, yeah, I'll watch that. I'll support yeah, her. Yeah, so I'm excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then our last topic, our, our second last topic that we wanted to talk about was um, our favorite movies of the month. So I'll let you go first, Don. Um, so I'm super boring, though. I didn't watch any new movies um, because sometimes Darcy and I find it hard to pick a movie and we normally do like Friday movie night or Saturday movie night so um what we've been doing is I haven't seen Star Wars from the beginning to end and so every Sunday evening we've watched Star Wars and it was kind of painful at the beginning 
once you get to the third, fourth, and fifth episode, that's when they did it in the 70s. <laughs> so that was painful. But I mean, um, it was, yeah, I was like, Darcy, I've never seen it. And he's like, great, let's watch it. And it's been a tradition. And the first what, couple times, it's always been Star Wars and chicken pot pie. So we were just <laughs> sitting down eating those. <laughs> Again, why am I so old in this episode? <laughs> COVID. COVID. Slash COVID. pregnancy. COVID slash pregnancy. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Yeah. Um, and then I messaged you girls about it. But I mean, I watched my favorite um, movie, which is Shawshank Redemption. Um, which, again, is just so refreshing. And I love it so much. Um I've watched a lot of old movies, new movies. I don't like, I have to be really into it to get it. And I have to hear some things. Like, I can't be like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to watch this movie. Um, and then I've also watched John wick, John wick one and John wick two with, um, Keanu Reeves. And were they good? <laughs> I've never seen John. Yeah. Wick. I like them. You no. haven't. They're, it's really good. But I mean, the, the reason why I like it is because, um, they have, really good fight scenes Mm -hmm. and um but if you don't like anything gory don't watch it but they um how they fight and how they kill a human (laughs) is very it's great it's great tv it's great it's great a movie so um it's a simple storyline i feel um but i like the production value of that interesting and it's kind of cool like the hidden like underground of it like assassins and all of that you should watch it it's maybe put on the background for fun. I don't know if you would like it, but um, okay, I'll give it a go. I didn't mind it. I haven't. I hadn't seen it in a long time. And then the last one that I've seen was um, called Tenant, a fr- with um, John David Washington, Denzel Washington's oh, son, cool. um, who I really like. And that's more of a, like it's kind of like Inception. Mm-hmm. You really have to pay attention to the movie and. The, the story and the plot and um it was really good I enjoyed okay. it as you can tell I really like action intense movies so watching Bridgerton was a really big step for me and I enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like the cheesy girly romantic comedy ones but I mean um Tenet was really really cool you probably can watch it two or three times and pull different things from it cool okay I'll, I'll check those out I'll check out John Wick mm-hmm. and uh, Tenant those both sound <laughs> you have to be in the mood you have to change your mood because I feel like you're not these aren't movies that you would watch no. right <laughs> <laughs> never have I looked at John Wick and been like huh that looks like something I would be into <laughs> Um, okay, so just a good segue. You hate cheesy love uh, movies. So my first one is a... I'm, I'm not going to call it cheesy. I just think it was really sweet. It was called uh, Sylvie's Love, and it was on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, and honestly, it was a beautiful movie. Uh, I'm pretty sure it takes place... I want to say the 50s, but I wonder if that's correct. Um, but basically, it's about this uh, jazz musician... 
and uh, this girl Sylvie and it's kind of just about um, like I think the term Sylvie's love it's sort of just her love for life like obviously she loves this man but I think also she loves herself and like um, she wanted to uh, be uh, one of the first black um, producers on um, TV and uh, she ends up like um, just living her life and just doing everything that she oh. sets out to do like it, it was just sweet like just a really 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 good movie a heartfelt movie and where Prime, was that yeah. Prime? Um, so then the second one, uh, was Thank You for Calling, and it was on Netflix, and that one is kind of a little bit of, a an expose on capitalism, I, I, I would call it, and, like, um, it's, mm. it's kind of a, it's a funny movie, it was, it was really funny, it made me laugh, um, but also it really kind of sticks out and points out a lot in our society, so one of the things that happens in the movie is there's, like, this game show, and pretty much on the game show, you could win a lot of money, but you have to embarrass yourself, and it's, like, talking about our world, and, like, in the world of sex <laughs> tapes where people make money off of them, and, like, all that, like... It was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I actually think you'd really enjoy Ooh. that one, Jules. I think it was really good. Okay. I put a star next to that um, one. And then the last one I actually watched last night, it was Promising Young Woman. And I was really excited for this one because um, it was originally supposed to come out in April. And I believe it got uh, delayed, I think because of COVID. I'm not exactly sure why it got delayed. But it ended up premiering on On Demand yesterday. So I actually paid the $26 to watch it at home. Nikita. Yeah, I've never done that before, so that was big for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was my first at-home premiere. <laughs> you didn't want to pay $32 for Mulan? No. <laughs> I, I should have added that on my list. I watched um, I watched Mulan, too, um, but I did download it off the internet. Uh, oh yeah, we just watched it on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's but not promising. Free, but yeah. I mean, now it's promising. Young woman was really good, and like the ending was shocking. So I really do recommend that one. I think it was really good. Ooh, okay. I will not be paying twenty six dollars for it, but you'll wait for it to be uh, free. We'll go yeah. from there. Yeah. Um, okay, so the, the last thing, um, our last category is just someone new you followed or like someone new who you've been paying attention to. Um, so mm-hmm. do you want to go first for that one? Yeah, I just have one person who I really, really like and um, I follow her everywhere. And um, her name is Chriselle mm-hmm. Lem. And um, she's just, uh, I found her on TikTok and then I went on uh, Instagram and she just is, has like, she's known as the rich mom and she just lives a luxurious life in LA. Um, And she's just so fashionable. She gives great skin products. Um, Do I buy all of them? No, because I don't have money, but you just pull, she was actually the one that um, told me about the Kiehl's hydrating mask. So when I try it, when I buy a product, I try it and I like it, then I like the person even more. I'm like, okay, you're not just giving me a shitty product because I've done that for one person. And I think we know who it was and it was a horrible product, horrible. Um, so then I got mad and I was like, why am I following this person? She's just doing it for money. And a lot of the, yeah, it ruins, tarnishes their... Credibility. 
credit yeah. that's yeah their credibility I'm like do I really trust everything that you're promoting now but I understand it's all money and you do have to promote it but try it and if you like it then promote it I um know. who knows what happens if I become famous and I'm like yeah try this weird thing and then you get money for it and then go from there you're but. gonna stay true to your values because <laughs> I'm gonna write it in my exactly. head <laughs> And I will know See, my value. You know honesty. how you said something that you're deeply passionate about? You're deeply passionate about being honest. So <laughs> that's, that's true. true. Um, I want everyone to be honest. So uh, my my two, I had two. So the first one was Brienne Brown, who I already shared uh, that podcast that I was listening to. Um, a lot of people mm-hmm. had recommended her to me. And I always thought she was kind of like a kooky lady. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to want to take advice from her. But now I've listened to a few of her podcasts. And I really want to read one of her books now. Because honestly, she just has such a good energy and like... I don't know. She's amazing. I love Brienne Brown. Mm. <laughs> okay, dial it yeah, down. Yeah, girl crush. <laughs> um, and then my second is I never really cared about Melinda Gates before. Like, it wasn't really someone who was mm. on my radar. But recently I just watched um, on Netflix the interviews that David Letterman does with different people. And I thought Melinda Gates was yeah. so cool just because everything she's doing with the Melinda Gates Foundation. And one of the things that I thought was the coolest was she talked about um, polio is going to be like the second disease ever in the world that's going to be eradicated from the planet. And it's because of work that she's done. So it kind of set like this whole new goal in my head. I was like, yeah, I want to get so rich that I eradicate diseases from the planet um you want to get melinda Gates i want to get melinda, um, melinda Gates yeah i definitely will support yeah. you and um get on that level if that's where uh, you're but at. i also think like uh it's kind of just inspiring because it lets us know that even now yeah. with what we have we're so lucky and we're so blessed and what we what can we do for like our community and for other people like we could be little melinda gates's even now so i think that it really inspired me to kind of look for those opportunities no matter how rich exactly. you are yeah yeah no i agree that's a great goal we'll add that to our yeah. hedgehog <laughs> something that we're deeply passionate about I love how I said an influencer and then you said these two wonderful women. (laughs) But when you listen to Brienne Brown, you're going to be like, "Um, Nikita's crazy. (laughs) But I don't care. I love her. (laughs) Mine's an easy follow. You you two are investments. So pick whichever way you want to go. Start small with my Chriselle Lem. But I am am going to follow (laughs) Chriselle because I think that you have an eye for influencers and every influencer that you've given to me, I've fallen madly in love with. So I will follow her. (laughs) (laughs) Except for one that we both kind of were just like, it's time to step back from her. (laughs) And I can't get on the Jillian Harris train. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) You know what? I'm not even on the train as as hard as I was, but I do like her design and her aesthetic. Um, but sometimes I just click through some of her stories. Um, I also like that she has a lot of options for kids too and um, organic natural stuff products. So that's what I look for when I look yeah, at Yeah, so Harris. maybe one day when I'm ready mm-hmm. to have like a mommy influencer, I'll be ready for <laughs> Jillian. Wait for me, Jillian. I'll get there. <laughs> 
Perfect. Okay, well, that was great. Thanks, Jules. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. You gave me a lot to think about, a lot of different things that I'm going to try. And we even got a new podcast idea to this. So overall. Yeah, we're just adding it on. We're like, stay tuned to these updates. And I have written down everything that you've said that I want to look and watch people who I want to um, follow. And yeah, Perfect. I'm excited. We could do one more month of lockdown. <laughs> It looks like it's going to be more than a month, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the Okay, spirit. we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.